Good day, good person. Hello. My name's Guy Montgomery. And I am Tim Batts. And welcome to the 19th episode of The Worst Idea of All Time, a podcast in which Tim and I watch and review Grown Ups 2 once a week for 52 weeks. Why? Well, that was a question that was was posited uh, several times through the most recent viewing. Now, things have been a little different this time. Uh, We got a little cute, actually, with this week's podcast. We, We watched the movie in my bed. Yeah. Um, after some white Russians and red wine. Yeah, and then and then we we didn't have the the energy required. Turns out, if you watch Grown Ups Two in a bed, there's a very high chance that you're not going to have energy to do anything afterwards. Um, so we just went to sleep, and now we've woken up. It's a crisp Auckland morning. Uh, we're in my lounge, huddled around a microphone, ready to break down the movie for you one more time. And then after we've broken it down this one more time, we're going to be ready to break it down for you 33 more times. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and we actually got a little bit, uh, we, before we get into it, I think we have to, we have to thank some of our listeners, uh, namely a listener in Morocco. Have you got the name available, Tim? Nah. <laughs> I was trying to find it, sorry. Keep talking. Uh, we, got a, we, we, were, we were sort of looking at each other last night saying, let's just not watch it tonight. Let's do it later. Uh, but we got a, a message on our Facebook page from Morocco saying, keep going from your boy in Morocco. And, um, and and that was the message actually which pushed us over the edge. Similarly, we received a very positive email this week. Yeah, I was trying to find that also, um, struggling a little bit. I see. But I mean, I think what's important here is that we acknowledge that these, these messages of support now hold weight. Uh, they are now genuinely of importance and inspiration to us as, as we, we trudge through uh, sort of the the middle leg of our journey, I suppose you could say. I mean, if you break it into thirds, Tim, yeah, we are in the middle third right now, and that's heartening. We've done more than a third of our viewings. I guess that's heartening, but then you look at the What's other it, side look, of that, and there's two you're, thirds. You're to go. emanating a lot of negative energy right now. You're disinterested. You're hardly making eye contact with me during. I was trying to find the listener feedback. My apologies for trying well, to involve. Well, you've done other an, people in here. Involve? You haven't found either of the pieces of feedback. You're just staring at the apps on your phone right now. Yeah, I'm trying to find. Come the, on, there's a Facebook. these people don't know oh. how you feel about Grown Ups too. I don't like you talk it. About I don't it. like the movie. Hot tip: Don't watch it. It's rubbish. Come and now on. Now I've seen it 19 times. That's a bad. Think of all the other things in your life you've done 19 times that you enjoyed enough to do 19 times. Have you uh, got any? Okay, his name who got in touch from Morocco is uh, Jemima. Jemima James. That's a, that's a girl's name. Here's a big, keep it up, boys, from your listener in Morocco. It's nice to have a bit of home with me, as well as a weekly reminder not to watch the film. Two birds, one stone. Jemima, thank you so much for your message. Um, now, I'm asking you in all seriousness, Tim. Mm. You, wait, what's, when's the last time you did something 19 times because you liked it so much? Um, first thing that comes to mind is a, a hot shower. No, but not like a, like a, hot, a hot shower. That's sort of... You know, I'd expect you to do that repeatedly. You've done that more than 19 times. But like, no, watch, no, watch, just, just the 19. Read a book or watch something or... Um, that's how much you like this movie. Well, but no. More. No, no, no. More. What than, you've confused is the um, trap that we've laid for ourselves where we have to watch <laughs> it this many times for a, a voluntary action. It's involuntary. Well, last night we tried to rope my flatmates into the experience. Tim came round while they were in the middle of watching a movie called Closer. It's a Man, fantastic it movie. Uh, it's Clive <laughs> Owen, it, Natalie Portman. climbing into discussion about another movie. 
Uh, Clive Owen, Natalie Portman, Jude Law, and Julie Roberts. Very good-looking cast. It was actually based on a play, and it's very dramatic. Uh, explores explores human relationships. And um, halfway through, Tim came in. We all paused the movie, said, Hi, Tim. And then Tim and I realized we had to watch this movie. We propositioned to my flatmates that they could watch it too for the first time. They've never seen it. They've both watched Closer over five times. What do you think they did? They don't do a podcast on the movie Closer. No. They just genuinely like the movie that much. It's because they don't have... They don't have moxie like we do. They don't have gumption like we do, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? And we can badmouth them all they want because I know for a fact they don't listen to this podcast. You know what my problem with Maxi is? He thinks he's so bloody great. But guess what? He was meant to clean up the pan that Maddie used to cook stir-fry last night. I'm looking across the lounge. I see it just sitting there on the kitchen bench. Hey, Max, clean your fucking pan for once. Hey, Max, just do it, eh? Just one time without being told. Would that be all right with you? Just one time? Would that be all good? <laughs> good on you, Max. Um, I'll tell you what, though. That man's a snappy dresser. Yeah, we've digressed. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, did you have a shining light last night when we were watching Drunk in a Bed? In your bed? Uh, my shining light was probably... I mean, part... Actually, no, it was... It was Reading the students had spray painted "loser" on the side of the principal's car. I thought that was really funny, and the principal wasn't like angry or like I'm going to find out the perpetrators of this crime. He was like, "And they spelled everything correctly. These can't be my students." I mean, you're going to be a walkover if that's your attitude towards kids spray painting your baby. He called the car his baby, and then somehow they they. I mean, he, he you know one of our favorite lines. Hey, that's my laptop. That's not waterproof. Yeah. How did the kids get his laptop? Well, he's 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 inept. This principal, that's clear. I mean, he can barely dress himself. No, so that's his favourite t-shirt shirt from when he was twelve. Yeah, but if he's got the uh, kind of, if he's got the mind of someone who thinks that that's an acceptable thing to wear while you are the principal of a high school on the on the final day before the summer, mm. like you've got this, some mental is, problems. I guess this thought is opening up a whole new world of possibility for me. And that I mean, maybe maybe elements of this grown-ups who are, are slightly surreal. It's not meant to be taken as as a read on the universe in which we exist, but maybe it's a slightly augmented reality. Well, there's a lot of. Um, uh, tips of the hat to that because when the guy who's dressed as a Papa Smurf wait this is the same guy yeah oh my god maybe he's the only fantastical element in the grown ups universe maybe, he's like a wizard he's maybe, the warlock maybe he's walked into There's, this universe oh, sorry I'll finish that thought because not everyone's seen the movie 19 times the principal attends the Faders big kick off the summer party at the end of the movie 
and he's dressed as a Smurf. And, and this, is an extent, this is an extension of something set up earlier. When he's saying his goodbye speech over the, the loudspeaker uh, to the whole high school, some of the kids climb in through his roof and pour blue paint all over him. And it turns out it's enough blue paint to completely stain his body from head to toe. <laughs> Semi-permanently, the yeah. way that he tells it. And then he dresses as Papa Smurf. He's in a tree getting drunk while the party's going on. And then he jumps down when the, part, when the fight starts erupting, lands on some people and turns them all blue Four from head to toe. Four people turns them blue from head to toe with what I can assume is dried paint. So he is fantastical in that sense. That's so cool. I wonder if he's the only fantastical... I mean, Nick, they kill and he survives. So that's kind of a fantastical it's element. a very cartoonish world, isn't it, really, if you think about it. But, but it's not enough to be kind of cartoonish in style. It's just there's a couple of things where they got lazy no, and didn't want to no, adhere no, no, to no, real no. world Think rules. about... Officer Dante on the roof and the skis. That could Shaquille happen. O'Neal I could throwing, do that. Shaquille O'Neal throwing that blonde guy like 500 metres. Yeah, that, that's fantastical. Man, I don't know. You had a shining light. Did I? Yeah, you told me. This is my shining light. Remember? Do you remember what it was? It's, I not, remember my, it was, it's not my job yeah, no. to remember your shining light. I remember it was near the front of the movie. Something I enjoyed today was um, the artwork that's in the Fader's house because I'd never noticed it before. And it's just like... Every time that I see the movie now and I notice something I didn't notice before, it's like, oh, thank God, there's something else that I didn't... Yeah, I found some more continuity errors too. I don't remember them all. But the yoga mats were too close yeah, together I remember squat aerobics. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they do the wide shot and the yoga mats further apart and then they go in for the, for the tight and it, they're too close together. And... You're not fooling anyone, guys. Hey, this is a nice email that we got, guys. This is, a, this is truly my shining light, but it's not in the movie. Uh, Alistair Wakeley says, hey, Tim and Guy, I'm really enjoying your Worst Idea of All Time podcast. If, in the future, someone launches a Kickstarter-style website that aims to raise money to find therapy after creative projects going wrong, I'd be happy to chip in for it for you guys. As a participant in your misery, uh, is interesting. Oh, an interesting thing happened during episode 18 at 23 minutes and 12 seconds in. I suddenly found an overwhelming need to see the movie for myself. I hated your warning to not watch so far, but I will defy you this weekend and watch it secretly on my laptop in my garage. Keep up the good work. Cheers, Al. Now, I wonder what was said. That's a great message. What I Oh, I can pull that up. What I wonder is, is he, who are you watching it secretly from? Because it's not a secret from us anymore, Al. Is or you, anyone Are you listens. in an abusive relationship with grown-ups too and you're hiding it from your partner or your kids? I mean, we don't know a lot of your backstory, but... I want to know what we said that was so intriguing. Oh goodness, that was so intriguing in the last episode that it made him want to watch the movie, because we've warned you guys so many times to not, you know. No, but it does. It, we must be approaching critical mass. I mean, twenty-three twelve. That's what we're looking for here. Are we? This is. Oh no! Hold up. Let me turn that down. All right, twenty. This, this sounds like an awful, awful couple of people singing. Come on. Uh, in the meantime, we've got to think of a, t- a top top three as well for this watch. I'll tell you what, my top three drinks that I drank before I watched the movie last night, Go boom, ahead. red wine, boom, white Russians, and boom, I had a beer too. So those are my top wow. three. That's a real hot mess you put inside yourself. Yeah. No wonder I fell asleep. Uh, my, top three, my top three moments in the movie last night um, were my top... Oh, fuck, bro. This is a bad moment in the podcast. I just don't have a top three. <laughs> you don't have one at all? Okay, well, while you're thinking, Guy, um, let's have a listen to the bit that Al was talking about in last week's episode that made him want to watch the movie. Well, right? We, 
We've talked about this. <laughs> we have not. We have not talked about that. I just sprang it on you now. Um, I mean, I do a year. Oh, okay. He's talking about the moment when I revealed that if Grown Ups 3 ever gets made, we're going to watch it for two years in a row. That's not a real revelation, by the way. That was a joke revelation. Well, is it? Look at us. Look at where we are right now. Yeah, let's paint a picture. Um, we're no, I don't mean. I don't mean. We don't need a. We're hunched. Picture. We don't need a physical picture for these people. We need a, over a. I microphone. need. I think you need a mental picture for yourself. Cold. All right. Don't go there, man. Well, no. You, I don't need a mirror up to myself right now. So if there's one thing I don't need right now. We haven't even watched it twenty times yet. Of fifty-two. Yeah. And you are fucking miserable. Yeah, like man. you can't even bring us. You can barely bring yourself to watch the movie. You're suggesting mm. that we should watch the sequel to the sequel 104 times. Yeah, I am saying that, guy, because sometimes good things are hard. You're loaded with self-loathing. Sometimes things that are worthwhile aren't easy. Not everything's easy, guy. In fact, some of the best stuff's hard. You gotta work. You gotta work for it. You gotta not, work at it. There's no, 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 no. Just no. Last the night, in. the other thing that you said, which was quite funny, was you thought maybe we fucked up here. Maybe you need to have seen. Oh. And this tells me how deep you are in the world of this podcast. Mm. Maybe you need to have seen Grown Ups One to appreciate Grown Ups Two. Yeah, exactly. Maybe there's a whole lot of stuff that we're not. And I said fully that getting down. This with. movie is so outlandishly terrible that there's no way a prequel, well it's not a prequel because it was made before it, there's no way the first grown-ups can qualify this movie existing. But I think you should be open to the possibility. I'm open to the possibility that grown-ups is better than grown-ups too. I'm not open to the possibility that I'll watch grown-ups and then suddenly a whole lot of stuff will click into place and I'll look at grown-ups too and think that movie is actually a triumph. It's very clever. It's loaded with callbacks to the first film. Here's what got me thinking about it because I was like, in the first movie, I kind of know loosely what happens. I think they all go to like a holiday house, a cabin in the woods style thing for a holiday. All the families, they come together. And so I think the kids are in there sort of as as bit parts and maybe you meet... um, Keithy and Greg, Adam Sandler's kids, and you're like, what a... And um, Becky. And Becky. But I'm saying, what if you meet those two boys, and you're like, what a dynamic duo of comedy. They were so funny, I want to see a movie where they're more prominent in it. But then they just kind of fucked up the, ex- the execution with Grown Ups 2. Well, that Is that a possibility? That wouldn't change the fact that, you, that Grown Ups doesn't make Grown Ups 2 good. Oh, yeah. You, you, what you said in that sentence was they fucked up the execution. So Grown Ups 2, regardless of whether or not you've seen the first one, is still rubbish. But it might add a bit of enjoyment. It might justify it a little bit more. I'm sure it does. It has to justify it a little bit. No. should stand on its own. No. I think I've been thrown because I was talking to Jermaine, uh, Jermaine Ross, long-time listener of of this podcast, and he said that he went and saw, well, he didn't go, he saw it on TV, Movie 43. Have you heard of that? It's a a skip movie, isn't it? Yeah. With a a star-studded cast. A huge cast. Hugh Jackman was like the first person they signed up to it, and then from there they managed to sign up all these other people. And um, who were all just trying to get laid with Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And why wouldn't you? I'd sign up to a movie with Hugh Jackman involved, attached to the project. But apparently it's one of the, like, I've just heard so many terrible things. It's the worst movie ever made, that it's the least funny movie ever made. That's terrible. And Jermaine was like, yeah, I heard all those things. I watched it. I thought it was funny. So I think that kind of threw me a little bit. And I was then trying to go back and justify other movies in my life. Or movies that I hadn't seen, which I assumed were bad. It got me thinking, is what I'm saying. But there's always going to be movies which get critically panned, which you specifically enjoy. Yeah, Van Wilder, Party Liaison. Am I right? I don't think they got too critically panned. I'm pretty sure it did. But 
I don't I don't understand no I still don't follow your logic your line of thinking here and that watching grown ups might suddenly make grown ups too good if you've already watched a movie 19 times and haven't enjoyed it the likelihood of one thing one trigger yeah suddenly flipping the whole your whole reading and perception of the movie on its head to the point that you go actually no this is brilliant I was wrong is highly unlikely yeah you're right I'd say nigh on impossible yeah yeah, you're right. You're right. What I'm trying to say is that I think my, my whole logic got thrown a little bit by finding out that Jermaine enjoyed movie 43. But then again, maybe Jermaine's just an idiot, you know? That's a possibility That's too. a possibility. There's a world of possibilities out there. Hey, I noticed a fly in this uh, yeah, you did. In viewing last night. That was exciting for me because I'd never noticed it before. Where was it for all of our people who are also watching the movie this many times? Super early in the movie. We're in the Faders household. And, uh, Is it when they're coming down the stairs? Um, I think it's, yeah, like a couple shots after that. Um, Bowser's just about to be scared off by the deer that's come into the house. And, uh, yeah, you can you can see a fly move from right to left of shot. Um, it's there. <laughs> it's in there. I saw... Um, I wonder if the fly gets credited. I'll bet it doesn't. Yeah, almost definitely not. You'd think they would have taken it out in post. You would think. Maybe the editor put it in in post. Like Do you reckon little, there's more Easter eggs Easter waiting egg. for us if we... I think someone involved in the operation was like, you know what, I bet you two people watched this movie 52 times. Actually, there's another theory you posited last night, Tim. Mm. You thought maybe they made a great film and the editor dropped the ball. Yeah. and now, I, was, I was, talk about that. Well, I was basing that on last week we watched some behind-the-scenes footage and deleted scenes. And the deleted scenes were... Uh, they were pretty funny, I thought. And again, you mentioned this, it might be just compared to the movie that we've been exposed to so many it times. Cha- it was just the change is good. Change alone experience. made us happy. But uh, nah, they were funny. They were at least moderately funny. So, and, and those were the ones that got left on the cutting room floor. Yet inexplicably, the, the lines that were left and the takes that were left in the actual finished product did terrible. How much, how much control was the editor wielding? I mean... Do you feel like that those deleted scenes were ad-libbed and Adam Sandler and the fellow writers have too much ego that they said, all right, that might be funnier, but we're going to use the movie that we wrote. Um, so mis- I actually don't think Adam Sandler cares enough. Like, I believe that he'd be that big a dick, but I don't think anyone cared enough about Grown Ups 2 to make that kind of call. That was another moment. Well, but they were laughing. They were laughing behind the scenes when they were making the movie. They had a cold, dead look in their eyes, but they were laughing, Tim. Who was laughing? Adam Sandler, Dennis Dugan, Chris Rock I saw laughing. They were all laughing at Chris moments. Rock doesn't even laugh in character in the movie. Man, no, that's because that's a, that's a decision he made as an actor. I see. He thought Kurt McKenzie, he's struggling to make ends meet, maybe. This guy's not laughing at, at these outlandish hijinks. If anything, he's probably thinking, I'm really neglecting my job and in doing so, my family. Imagine if um, the movie, instead of being taken... Because loosely it's from the point of view of Adam Sandler, I guess, and the fate of family... But if it was just solely from the perspective of Chris Rock's character and he's fucking dark that his high school friend has gone on to huge success and has all this money and um, an incredibly smoking wife, three great kids. Do you know what? This is an interesting movie. I mean, Chris Rock's character's still got a good life. He's still got a. He's got a beautiful, beautiful wife. Yeah, Rudolph. He's got fantastic children. Oh, including his his comic genius son. Son, Dot Ronnie. Go um, Ronnie. But, Go but Ronnie. you can't help but compare yourself to people who, who are, are in your life, you know, your friends and stuff. And the fact of the matter is, the faders are shitting diamonds, they're so rich. And he's yeah. in relative squalor. 
But I mean, you got to, uh, that that, that word probably, that word relative is important here because he's not yeah, no. uh, he's you know then maybe David Spade's looking at Chris Rock and going oh. Nah, David Spade's too much of the um uh, like positive idiot I think for that to let him uh, affect him like I think that. Much like his character in Joe Dirt, he's just kind of happy to just take it as it comes. doesn't matter what's up. Okay. Whereas Chris Rock's more cognizant Kevin, of the fact. Kevin James is the most cognizant of the fact. Kevin James doesn't love his kids or no. his wife. Correct. If, anyone, if we should be following anyone in a movie about bitter jealousy over success, we should be following Kevin James. And he just lashes out at everyone. He takes it out on everyone around him. He just makes mean-spirited jokes about his kids to himself. To in himself. Fr- in front of his kids and wife. To himself. This is what me and Guy keep keep banging on about every time it's on now. Uh, in that scene, it's just like, who are you making these these puns to at the expense of your children? Like, no one else is there to enjoy them. You're just making them for your own self-gratification. Boosting the self-confidence here with RJD2. Yeah. He's, Fuck. Yeah, that's not good. He's a dick. And so, to, I mean, God, to be in that mind for a whole movie would be terrifying. It would be a psychological thriller <laughs> if we were following Kevin James's character. Certainly would. Uh, so, like, if we were... Let, actually, let's go through. Let's let's assess the genre if we were following each of the cast characters, right? If we were going through the eyes of Chris Rock's character, Mackenzie... It would be less of a pure comedy and more of a dramedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There'd be, there'd be sort of moments of existential... Um, like, there'd be these long sort of wandering shots of just Chris Rock walking around the town... Because they they pass a whole day, but it was an action-packed day in the world of grown-ups too. I feel like if he's got one appointment between 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. that he's still neglecting, there's going to be big swaths of footage of him just walking through a park yeah. in autumn. Even though it's the first day of summer in this movie, it's autumn, and the leaves are falling down around him. He's just looking down at the leaves, wondering, look, I mean, as, as, the, leaves, as the leaves fall... So too does, I don't know. His expectations of what his life could become as yes. the time slowly slips away and he moves further into the grave and he realises that actually this is it. This is my life. It's this, not going to change. It's not going to improve. This is what it's all about. You could soundtrack it we've, um, we've, with some... We've moved beyond the realms of dramedy into just sort of... I'd go Craftwork would be how I'd uh, soundtrack that movie. Oh, I quite like that. <laughs> uh, now, Kevin James... It would be insane, man. Just a rage-filled lunatic. Here's what Hateful I'm thinking. Man. Quentin Tarantino directs yeah. Kevin James in a revenge flick. Who's he taking Kevin revenge against? Adam Sandler. Selma Hayek was Kevin James' girlfriend in high school. Yeah. And he's kept Adam Sandler close. Keep your friends close. And the tagline is, keep your friends close. Yeah. Keep your enemies closer. Do you know why this movie, like, wouldn't work? Because you, if it was the same character Kevin James is playing, who I assume Kevin James is just playing himself, he's not that good an actor, uh, there's no way you could get on board with him as the audience. Like, he's not a, he's not even an anti-hero. Kevin James he's just a fucking played dick. by Jamie Foxx. So you want him to make Django but change some of the title, some of the title characters? I want Django to play Eric Lamonsoff. <laughs> In the world of grown-ups too, but um, like in a different... If Selma Hayek ditched Kevin James at high school, it's because Kevin James deserved it. Yeah, and then... No, okay, so get this though. Then Kevin James comes back into the city. Yeah. But he's had a lot of work done, and now he looks like Jamie Foxx. <laughs> okay. Was there more to that thought? No. Nope. was that a... No, nope, that's the thought. Okay, so Quentin Tarantino directs Kevin James's revenge action flick. About losing his high school girlfriend. It's more... It's a better movie than oh, what it's a be- Oh, look. Hey, no doubt. It's a better movie. Okay, and Don't da- get me wrong. David Spade. David Spade's movie is... Um, I keep coming back to it. It's basically just Joe Dirt. 
Yeah. Which is like a fun, you get the tone right, it's just a fun comedy a of Dirt downtrodden, Tang, a downtrodden hero. On it. Does that make it a little more classy? What are those ones? Lost the Garden, dig it, that's my motto. And here's another one. What's the one he you says gotta, about keep uh, on trucking? You, you gotta keep on keep keeping on. on. Gotta keep on keeping on. We should actually probably get that tattooed on our forearms. Gotta keep on keeping on. Yeah, just to remember. Yeah. To finish the movie. Yeah. Um, when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you wanna do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective, professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to, so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. The other thing I want to talk about quickly because we're running out of time here, Tim, yep. was I want to do uh, a plug for a local movie I saw, What We Do in the Shadows, which they don't really need our help. They so don't, there's so many local movies that are coming out this month and that, that one does not need our help. I know, but it was fucking great. Yeah, it was really funny. And it is genuinely for me, I don't watch enough movies really, I don't think. Watching any movie which isn't Grown Ups 2 now, yeah. I think this movie is making me lose perspective on how much I enjoy other movies. <laughs> I know. In the it's same way that though. watching the deleted scenes of Grown Ups 2, like I was measuring them against Grown Ups 2 as the movie rather than measuring them against other comedy clips, and yeah. I thought they were really great. Yeah, Every right, movie right. I watch now, I'm not measuring against all movies ever. I'm measuring it mostly against Grown Ups 2, and accordingly, my perspective is skewed. And saying that, I thought what we do in the shadows was a fantastic time. Yeah, it's hard to not paint cinema as a whole with a brush that has been dabbed in Grown Ups too. We get very gun-shy about seeing movies now, is what I'm trying to say. That's true. But 
the you see Fantail? That's another great New I, Well, film. I went to go and see Fantail on opening weekend, and the good sold news out. to the makers of Fantail was that it sold out. That's good. I also saw a New Zealand movie yesterday called Jake, which is uh, Oh, yeah, I saw good. the trailer for that. Yeah. Was it good? It's fucking interesting, eh? Yeah, it's pretty good. It look, it's got a very interesting premise. Yeah. They pulled it off, I think, and they made it for nothing. That's great. We've diverged. Um, do you want to know how much Grown Ups 2 took, took to make? I can't remember, but it was tens of millions. It was like 40 million or something. Oh, and, and interestingly, this will be the last podcast we do uh, for a little while in a room together. The next podcast will be happening across the equator, all the way from London, England to Auckland, New Zealand. Two London friends town. unite to watch their favourite movie one more time, and then another time, and then another time. And another time, and then another time, and then another time, and then another time, and then I think around then I get back. When uh, and then another time, all right, and when, then another time, what time, and then another time, and when, then another time, and then another time, and then another time. You're really going to And then it. another time, and I'm, I've lost count. Um, what, what Thirty-three time, more times. What time would you prefer to do it in the day, the morning or the evening? Because it's got a twelve-hour time difference. I can't. I can't. We can't predict that yet. Okay. That's a problem for that we'll deal with over a Facebook message. Thanks for your feedback. Uh, don't watch the movie. Cheers for joining us on this, the 19th uh, watch of Grown Ups 2 and episode of our podcast, Worst Idea of All lucky, Time. Give yourself a clap. Lucky number 19. You've been a great audience. And uh, take care of yourself, y'all. Live every moment. Love every day. Because before you know it, your precious time slips away. <laughs>